Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast that helps you get smarter every time you listen. At least I hope it does. So let's start with a quick review of a fallacy we've covered in the past. Let's talk about the bandwagon fallacy. The bandwagon fallacy is when someone tries to get you to believe, to think, or to do something just because a whole bunch of other people are already believing, thinking, or doing that thing. It's the quote-unquote, everybody's doing it, so it must be right fallacy. And yes, you have probably heard this phrase before having to do with jumping on the bandwagon. And that is the same thing we are talking about today. So the bandwagon fallacy is trying to convince you that something is good or desirable or that something is bad and undesirable simply because so many other people also think that. Now, if you want to hear more or review this fallacy, go back and check out episode 20. All right, let's talk about today's new fallacy. Today's new fallacy is called the weak analogy fallacy. The weak analogy fallacy is when someone draws an analogy or a comparison between two things that really aren't that similar in order to make their argument. It's also sometimes called the false comparison or false metaphor. So, okay, here's a, sim- here's a simple example of a weak analogy um, that happened in an old TV commercial I used to see where an orange juice company was showing a picture of where instead of a sun in the sky, it's an orange in the sky. Like with a, the sun was an orange with little orange rays coming out from it. And what they were trying to do is they're wanting you to associate their orange juice with the sun rising and eating breakfast. And so they use this in their ad to be cute because both of them are round. So they found a similarity, both of them are round, and so they were making this comparison between the two. So cute, yes, absolutely. But are oranges and the sun really that much alike other than being the same shape? No, not at all, right? So that was kind of a weak analogy, but it was a cute one, and so they used it in their commercial. It's cute and innocent enough, right? An example of an analogy used in advertising, but sometimes analogies are not so cute and innocent, as I'm going to share in the next couple examples, which is why you have to be able to recognize this fallacy when it comes up. All right, here's another example of a weak analogy, and this is actually a real analogy that is sometimes used by atheists who are arguing against the resurrection of Jesus. They'll say something like this, believing in the literal resurrection of Jesus is like believing in the literal existence of zombies. Okay, so yes, I had to pause for effect there zombies. So in this example, they're trying to make the analogy between Jesus who died and resurrected and was alive again after death to zombies, which are, you know, obviously fictitious, but are people who die and then somehow become undead and go around killing more people. So they find this sketchy similarity Okay, both of them died once and now aren't dead anymore. So the similarities between Jesus and zombies is sketchy at best, but the differences are overwhelming. 
And that's what makes this a weak analogy. This is a weak analogy fallacy here because this analogy is a pretty far stretch, which is why we call it weak. Now, it's important to note that analogies aren't really called right or wrong. We don't really say, oh, that analogy was right or that one was wrong. They're typically called weak or strong. Or sometimes we'll just say, that's a bad analogy when the comparison just doesn't work. Now, what's wrong with these weak analogies is that they make the assumption that just because two things are alike in one way, they're therefore alike in many other and alike in all the other ways. And they'll use that assumption of a likeness to connect those two things in ways that they are definitely not connected. Here's one more um, heartbreaking example of this fallacy is when people compare unborn babies to parasites. They're saying that just because both a baby and a parasite are, I'm using this word loosely, quote unquote, attached to another living being, that they're therefore exactly the same and deserve to be treated exactly the same. And of course, this analogy is used by people who want to argue that abortion is okay. Their thinking is, just get rid of it like you would any parasite. But just because they have found one far-fetched similarity of them being attached to a quote-unquote host, they found this similarity between unborn babies and parasites, it absolutely does not mean that those two things are the same or, or are even close enough to make for a good argument. Can you guys see what's happening there? This is why you have to be able to think because they can make this great argument about how this baby, they've got, I've seen this, they have a whole list of reasons why how a baby is just like a parasite. And so therefore, what's the big deal, right? You would get rid of a parasite, get rid of the baby. Guys, you have to know. You have to be able to recognize this stuff. So here's the question to ask yourself if you think you're facing a weak analogy fallacy. Are these two things really that similar or are they more different than they are alike? Let me say that again. Are these two things really that similar or are they more different than they are alike? All right, that's it for today, guys. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through a and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe. Leave us a review and share this podcast with people in your life. 